July 5th would have been my father's 75th birthday. The things I tell you about my dad are this. He was warm, he was funny, he was charming, he was brave, he loved people. He was not afraid to call out BS, but he was also a very caring person who worked with the Department of Labor and helped keep so many people out of jail. And he helped so many people coming home from war who defended our freedoms. We should honor that this holiday weekend and every day. And especially, and especially on July 5th, my dad's birthday. My dad, Norris Townsend, was a better man than the vast majority of what I see now. I just, I don't understand what's going on. Like, maybe that's a big comparison, but... My dad was just that great of a person, just like Jenny's dad is. I would have loved to have seen those two, Matt. That would have been fun. But so this episode's for you, Dad. You would have loved to have been in here with us. Uh, I know you would have been laughing and <laughs> having a, a ball with us and asking me about a few references. But anyway, let's get our show started. Hello, 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 and cha cha cha. cha, cha. Hello, friends. No, no, no. Happy Fourth of July weekend, and as uh, Jenny said, make it a good day. Jenny's back on the podcast. I'm back, 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 back. <laughs> I read on the news today that there's some extraterrestrial, uh, extraterrestrial uh, aliens out there. It was very interesting news. Really? Where did you read this, babe? On the news, on Google News. On Google News. <laughs> yeah. See, I when I read news, I go to Huffington Post, Media I, Media Matters, Raw Story. Uh, sometimes Daily uh, Beast. That's right. Daily Beast, they're a subsidiary of um, Newsweek. Are the Vice? I thank you, Vice. I do read Vice. Yes. I do. I do. I do. I am a. I am an avid fan of Vice. In fact, I got Friendly TV, the app uh-huh. um, that has Vice, Game Show Network, A and E, History Channel, BTV, which our parents and grandparents like. Right. <laughs> At all the uh, decades, that's a good channel. Decades has Dick Cavett, Taxi, Dick Van Dyke Show, Lucy, all the classics. Nice. I should all point, the classics. How nice. I was stuff I grew up on, stuff that my parents raised me on, right. stuff that you know. I and I I watched Andy Griffith more at my grandmother's house than in my own house. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. And then and then um, after she passed in 2006, and we moved here two years later, uh-huh. TV Land. And now it airs on MeTV as well. But um, anyway, so we want to say uh, this is going to be a, this is a very unscripted episode because I didn't I had a script, but uh, I actually uh, left it at work. I left my podcast notebook at work. Oh, no. no, no, it's okay. So we're gonna just we're gonna be uh, winging this kind of a bit so today. You're on a wing on a prayer. We're gonna wing this today. I'm gonna I tell wing you. it, Alex. <laughs> so you're... We're taking a drive up to Venice Beach. We're gonna go to the dog beach and have a nice Saturday afternoon. Chestnut wants to run around and play with the other dogs. Including Spartacus, if we can find Spartacus. Spartacus is her friend. Yeah. I was gonna say boyfriend, but I mean I don't know what I don't know what Spartacus's owner has to say about that. I don't know, maybe Spartacus's owner. Maybe they'll be there. That's true, because we haven't seen Spartacus in what uh, is it three years? Spartacus is a great dane. Great dane, yeah, and I think his owner is uh, English. Yeah, his owner's got an English accent, but, um, before, gentlemen, before you ask if she's single, uh, don't know, and, I, and I'm not Chuck Woolery. 
in any event. Uh, but first of all, we want to say, uh, as we're getting into this episode, hello, how are you? Are you treating yourself well? Are you taking care of yourself? Yeah. Are you uh, celebrating this 4th of July? And how are you celebrating? Are you going to the beach like we are? Are you going kayaking like we are? Are you going on your boat, whether you're here in Florida or in California or wherever you are in the world? Um, or maybe in Idaho. And I say that because Ben Stein has a home in Idaho, and he says he spends a lot of time on his boat. Oh. But he's a he's a very rich he's a very rich guy, <laughs> so he's doing very well for himself. He really is. But uh, in any event, uh, and I also loved him from When Ben Stein's Money and from um, Turn Ben Stein On and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He played the teacher in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Right. And before that, he was a uh, speechwriter for Presidents Nixon and Ford, and his dad worked on Nixon's uh, team as well. Herbert Stein worked out for Richard Nixon as well. Ben's got a new book out about Richard Nixon coming out later this year. Even if you don't agree with Ben, it's it's doubtful you'll be bored. So I would highly recommend take the chance, read the book. You might learn things about Nixon you didn't know before. In fact, I'm taking this page from, of all people, Dr. Drew of just try to read something or listen to someone who you normally wouldn't listen to and maybe see if there's one or two things you agree with. Just, and I'm not saying it has to be the full extreme. Like, if you're if you're very liberal, you like, don't listen to Sean Hannity, don't listen to Mark Levin or Laura Ingram or any of those clowns. Just don't. Just don't. Not worth it. Or Ben Shapiro, and I can't stand him either. But um, <laughs> I don't know what excuse he's going to make for uh, Trump's BS this time. But <laughs> but anyway, um, let's get away from that. Uh, we did that on the last episode. But anyway, so we're, the other reason we're excited today is because it's our 10-month wedding anniversary. I know. Ten beautiful months of marriage. Ten months. And we are, as my, as Jenny puts it, we are rocking and rolling through the years. Through the years. Yeah. If we were up north, we'd be going to the Adirondacks for a nice holiday weekend. We would be if we were there. Yeah. If we're in Florida, well, a nice Saturday. Do you ever think there'll be a period where we'll end up uh, visiting Jersey again? Maybe. Yeah, we've talked about that. We were, we were gonna, we were gonna go up there what a week ago. Yeah. But we also realized something. Uh, a road trip is very. Uh, road trips are fun. They're fun. You just we gotta plan go them out. We were going to go visit our friend last night, but it was too far away. And it's actually a friend of ours who's been on this podcast before. Her name is her name her, her name is also Jenny. Yeah, Jenny Sierra. And I and, and she's been on this podcast with yeah. me. I've interviewed her. Yeah. And I was she's a uh, good friend. She's a very good friend. I've known her now for uh, eleven years. Yeah. Very sweet person. Yeah. Very straight person, good to talk to, good friend. We're going to see her actually. Uh, hopefully in a month. Hopefully in a month, she's coming to Fort Lauderdale, and then we may take a road trip up there. I just got her address, so we'll be able to drive up there. Yeah. Question is, which car are we taking, and are we going to take turns driving? We'll probably take turns driving. Yeah, especially if we leave late at and night. And another podcast then. Well, yeah, and a late night podcast. Right. Which means, you know, anything goes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> such a beautiful day today. It is. Thankfully, it's not raining yet. We've heard it might start around 2, 3 o'clock, but we're hoping maybe it won't. Because I think I read it was like a 30 or 40% chance. Right. So, um, and we'll just keep our eyes and ears open as, we'll, as we always do. Uh, the only thing I didn't pack was my edible safe, but uh, I've taken a lot the past couple of weeks. I think I'm fine for now. I'll take some more when we get home. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, I, 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 I'm fully much a person that takes them and loves them and thinks they're great. Um, as long as they don't make you loopy. They really don't. No, I'm kidding. They really don't make me loopy. I hope not. Never. <laughs> Never. No. 
They put me at peace, which is a good thing. And I talk, I talk to myself much, much less, which is a very common feature of people with Asperger's syndrome, by the way. That's right. <clears throat> but I'm doing well with it, you know. And one of the one of the reasons I'm happier home, maybe, because also it's summertime. It's summertime. And we're looking into uh, concerts that are coming to town that we want to see. And I say that because there are a lot of wonderful people coming to town. And the one person I'm excited about actually comes on our one-year anniversary, which is in September. Right. Well, two people in particular I want to mention, and one of them is from the wonderful rock and roll band that bears his last name. I'm talking, of course, about Daughtry. That's right. I, and she'll tell you I am an unabashed fan of their music. At the ranch, right? They're coming to the ranch, yeah. Very good. Now, I can safely say I've been at the ranch three times. And, I, and I've told the story many times, but it's a fun story to tell. I've been there three times, love it there every time. I saw, the first time I was there, you were actually in Cuba. That was a very long, long, long time ago. That was six years ago. Time to go on another trip. Exactly. Get, get your passport, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, and gentlemen, if you date a woman that's at least 10 years older than you, she will probably take you on lovely vacations. Enjoy them and pack well. And if she helps you pack your suitcase, enjoy it. <laughs> there you go. I gotta learn that and I gotta get some new luggage suit anyway. Because I've had that same, like, suitcase for what, how long now? A long time. Yeah, at I least 10 years. Life. Yeah, at least 10 years, 15 Maybe years. Maybe a year will go. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Uh, what, what part of the world do you want to go to? I don't know. I have to pass nursing school. Oh, that's right. Because Jenny, big news, ladies and gentlemen, she's getting her RN. Trying to. You're going to get it, babe. I hope so. I think you will. I, th- I think so. I think that so. you, you were going to start this summer, but you decided, mm, not really. Yeah, I decided you... to take some time off. Start again in September. Well, didn't you start like a week after everyone, two weeks after everybody? Yeah, started a little late. And when you do that, that usually, especially at the uh, the higher education level, right? it's a challenge. It's a challenge. And I say that from being in Mike Abernathy's it class. It's so challenging. It's so hard. It's such rigorous study all the time 24-7 she does a lot of that as much as John Mellencamp paints when he's at home right Uh, uh, dedication and hard work yeah but the reward is good if you pass your desk yeah and you conquer the math the calculations and um, assessments and learning all different kinds of subjects of anatomy and physiology and lab tests and Nursing diagnosis. Yeah. And uh, figuring it all out. It's like you have a like a like a it's like you're it's like a uh, how should I say it? Just go for it. How would you describe it's like, challenging nursing it's school? It's challenging, but putting it all together, and once it's put all together, you understand the nursing process and the nursing diagnosis. Yeah, you know there's a quote by Nelson Mandel that I pass by, goes, it seems impossible till it's done. Right. And I equate that to a lot of challenges in my life, especially lately at work, as we've been closing cases left and right, left and right, left and right. No, you're doing good. For whatever, because customers can call us back, uh-huh. or, you know, because... They get, or be, or because they get their vehicle back, uh-huh. or they don't want to pay the freight, or whatever it is. But you know, well, we're have. I will say this: we're having a great time. The other great part about about work is a lot of free food. 
A lot of free food at, uh, at Alta Resources, I'll tell you that. This is good. Yeah. You're doing very well. Yeah, I'm trying to. Trying to, trying to uh, you make the customers happy and make them... Yeah, and then I gotta be the party. Cr- I gotta be the party crasher sometimes. Right. I stole that phrase, by the way, from Rick Harrison. Oh, Rick Harrison, for people that uh, know, hopefully, because it's one of the most popular shows on cable, is the mastermind behind one of the uh, best shows I think on American television. We talked about it last season, then we had to take the episode down because, uh, well, you know, Waterman uh, <laughs> can be very woke, 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 and uh, <laughs> wanted to tell us to take content down so we had to take it down but yeah the show I'm mentioning is of course on the History Channel and the awesome series of course that is Pawn Stars I love that show and I've been obsessed with it since the last week and a half and watching it a lot lately right. I found it of all places on Fox Nation uh-huh. and I actually love the show I love Pawn Stars I love the show I love Rick I love Chumley most of the time I like Corey and I love the items they get in this store uh-huh. um, you know it's it, it, Jenny described it the same way Glenn Beck did when uh, Glenn had Rick on his uh, radio show, right. uh, and it was um, it was like it was an episode. It was like it's like a, uh, a, a it's a it's a it's another version of Pawn of um, Auntie Grow Show, which is on PBS. That's right. Little known fact: a game show host that I like hosts Antiques Road Show. That's a good antiques roadshow. It's very good. Yeah, I, I'm more a fan of Pawn Stars, and she'll tell you because I, I the stuff they have on there is stuff I like. Right. Motorcycles, classic cars. Paintings. Uh, there's a there was a painting of Elvis in one episode that I really liked. Uh-huh. Uh Memorabilia of uh, Babe Ruth. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I saw a Laurel and Hardy. I saw two photos of Laurel and Hardy that were signed. Uh-huh. Guess how much they went for? How much? Nine hundred seventy-five dollars. Wow! Not a bad price. Guy wanted thirteen hundred for it. But here's the thing you got to know about uh, pawn shops. They'll they'll sell you for as they'll try, they want to get you out for as little as possible, and then they're going to sell that item for whatever they sold it for for a higher value, so they make their money back. You never know what you find in closets. Or yeah, or closets, your attic, your garage. I mean, there is that phrase garage sale lasts for a reason. Right. Yard sale, it lasts for a reason. Tag sales. Say that again. Tag sales. Tag sales. What's a tag sale? Like a garage sale. It is? Okay. That's, I'd never heard this phrase before. Wow. Which, a, you never heard of tag sale? Which is interesting because I also used to work at flea markets when I was 17. Yeah. With my dad. That's right. He used to sell watches. And cameras and appliances. Right. Sunglasses. Uh-huh. My dad let me handle the uh, the customer the 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 customers who came in uh, who uh, mostly spoke Spanish. Very interesting. Very yeah. Good. How much? Oh, that's $3.25. All right. The deal. Deal. <laughs> and we always give them a mirror to look at their uh, their face uh-huh. when they put the sunglasses on. Right. Make sure we have a mirror nearby. Right. You know, one of the great things about working at that flea market is there was always live music nearby. And then this one guy in there who looked like Roy Orbison and Elvis had a love child. <laughs> he was so cool. He's probably still performing somewhere, but you know what? He would he would always perform, and I love the song, the, the track list he would do. But my favorite songs he would do were "No Shoes, No Shirt, No Problems" by Kenny Chesney. That's a good song. And then the other song was "It's Five O'clock Somewhere" by Alan Jackson and Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett's uh, friends with Alan. He's he's he, guys. It is about Jimmy Buffett. Not only did he make one of the greatest songs of all time, Margaritaville. And cheeseburgers in paradise. Good songs. Those are good songs. I like cheese. I like cheeseburgers. 
I do like that song. And he did another song after a hurricane hit in the uh, mid-2000s at this club called The Bama Breeze. Uh -huh. He made a song called The Bama Breeze. Thankfully, the place has been restored and, you know. But yeah, he made a song about a club he used to perform at that got destroyed in the storm. But I'm really glad they're doing well now. But yeah, it's called The Bama Breeze. Uh -huh. uh, and um, it's, uh, no, it's, I like Jimmy Buffett. And I, I like that song very much, too. Oh, Frank Ocean. Don Henley hates him. <laughs> and he also hates Kanye West, too. But then again, um, how do I say this? I'm not, oh, Bruno Mars, I like him. You know, my friend from work, Isaiah, said that Bruno Mars is one of the most uh, underrated artists in the business. I would argue he's one of the most talented and that he does what I hope most artists who are getting into the music business today will do make real music, throw us back a little bit like he does. Like he takes elements of 90s R&B right. and he takes elements of Prince. He takes elements of Elvis Presley. Right. And he puts it on stage. Like he is a, when he's on stage, he's Elvis Presley and Prince. When he is, you know, recording, right. he has that, that 90s R&B influence, that voice to men, uh, Usher thing, you know, um, trying to think of other R&B artists in the 90s that are really good. Uh, Jodeci, you know. Uh -huh. Just artists that really, really so that says, you know, artists that um, artists that we've had Loveless to. But uh, <laughs> no, Bruno, was, he makes good songs. And I have one of his albums in vinyl. His first album I have in vinyl. Right. That album's called Doo-Wops and Hooligans. Oh. And, and that's a good that's a good album. That's a really, really good album. The song we're hearing now is called That's uh, What I Like. Now, I've heard this song done by the uh, Barbershop Quartet on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Right. Like, Fallon has this uh, tonight, this uh, Barbershop Quartet, and they've jammed with Justin Timberlake. They've done Sexy Back. Uh -huh. They've done Roxanne with Sting. Right. And I remember because Jimmy Fallon tried to uh, insinuate this, uh, hey now, hey now, hey, this kind of thing. Yeah. Can't, you can't see it because uh, we're audio. But he tried to do this, uh, this dance that... Uh, Looked like you were going, oh, oh. And Sting looked at him like, Jimmy, really? <laughs> really, Jimmy? <laughs> Gave him that look. But, uh, no, that was fun. That was fun. But, uh, no, so there's a lot of good songs on um, Doo-Wops and Hooligans. And as a, a Runaway Baby, it has Just The Way You Are on there. It has Grenade. That's pretty good. Uh, ooh, The Lazy Song. That's really good. Marry You. Oh, that's my one of my favorites by him. Talking to the Moon. I just absolutely love this album, and my friend Adam's daughter, he's a huge, she's a huge fan of uh, Bruno as well. I went to hang out with Adam one day with him and his uh, three kids, and I kid you not, uh, she uh, she plays, his daughter plays the piano, and he act, she actually played some of Bruno's stuff, and did it beautifully, by the way. Yeah, I mean, Adam's got, you know, Adam's got some cool kids, I will say that about Adam, but no, uh, and then Bruno makes this other album called Unorthodox Jukebox. And that's got on there uh, Locked Out of Heaven, uh -huh. and it's got Treasure, and it's got Young Girls, and uh, When I Was Your Man. Yeah. It's just one really good song after the other. But the thing is, like, Bruno will make a great album, then he'll go away for a few years, right. come back and just reinvent himself, which he did with um, Uptown Funk, and then he did with this album, 24 Karat Magic, which has That's What I Like. Um, wouldn't have gone on to an album of the year otherwise if it wasn't a good album, but... Um, and then he made this album, which won Record of the Year this year, Leave the Door Open, 
Oh my god, that is a that's what a that's what a R&B groupie formed called Silk Sonic. Like he's constantly, constantly reinventing himself. Right. And he's constantly keeping us guessing. It is, it is really. Taylor Swift's really good at that, too. I mentioned her in the episode when uh, Jen, uh, when I interviewed Jenny. Uh, when our friend Pat, uh, Jenny Sierra, who we're going to visit soon. But I mentioned Taylor, and we heard her this morning as we were getting ready to go to the beach. If you remember, we heard her song, Nothing New, with another really talented singer named Phoebe Bridgers. And she's out, and Phoebe's out there doing her thing. And I must say, I love these singer-songwriters that are out there. You know, whether it's the guitar, the piano, or both. And they're putting their soul out there. And I've noticed that in the last, like, 20 years. There's a lot of... Well, maybe a little bit with Sheryl Crow. But the 2000s were, like, really... And that's when I discovered her was 2001. Right. When I heard a song she made a few years back before that called, uh... uh if It Makes You Happy. That's right. If it makes you happy... You, why do you look so sad? Hey, why do you, why the hell are you so sad? Yeah, she's got a great voice. Yeah. Then I heard do Soak Up the Sun. I saw the video for it. And I went, who, who is this? Is this the same Cheryl? Like, oh, wow. Cool. And yeah, she makes great songs. And uh, Soak Up the Sun. I heard Steve McQueen on the way to work the other day. Uh-huh. That's a good song. All I Want to Do, that's a good song. Right. Uh, ooh, oh, The First Cut of the Deep is when she didn't write. Cat Stevens wrote that. That's a good one. It's a good song. Rod Stewart uh, had a hit with it in the 70s. Right. And then Cheryl had a hit in the 2000s. It was on the Muscle Love Dog soundtrack. Uh-huh. I had that in my car for a while, by the way. Right. And I had it in the Mercury, too. And I had my old car, my Mercury, which Jenny never liked. You never liked that Mercury, did you? No. No. <laughs> I was a clunker. She called it a clunker and a jalopy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling Oscar the Grouch would have loved it, though. And he probably would have bought it for me for a 1000 <laughs> He would have bought it for me for more than the fucking dealership we, we sold it to for 500 yeah, so, but we, uh, what were we talking about before we went on a tangent? Daughtry, yeah. So I discovered Daughtry because of American Idol. Chris was on there, and I remember because um, he, um, he he stood out from the pack because I knew he was very rock and roll. I knew he wasn't going to be in anyone's pop uh, a pop lunchbox. I knew he wasn't going to be on a lunchbox, and I'm like, this is refreshing. So, uh, and, he, and he came out with his first, in his band, that bear their last, his last name, Daughtry. They made their first album in 2006, right. uh, which has the songs It's Not Over, Home, uh, Over You, What About Now. Uh, really great songs. And it went on to sell six million copies. Six million copies. That is a huge number. Wow. Breakdown, that's a good song. But yeah, like literally there's just... And it got really good. Re- it, re- it got really good reviews all over the place, except for Rolling Stone. Wow! Rolling Stone gave them two and a half out of five. Very good. Rolling Stone, what the hell? Two out of five? That's it? They're like that to Weird Al sometimes too. Yeah. They're usually very bitchy and they're usually very nasty towards them. And I don't understand that. <laughs> like I like Rolling Stone, and they usually are on the money when it comes to identifying really great entertainment, but great music. But on this count, no, they're wrong about Daughtry. I know it's their opinion, but it's like, no, you're wrong. Like, this is pure American rock and roll. And then their second album, Leave This Town, has September. That's a good song on there. No surprise. Oh, oh, Life After You. That's a good song. And then that one got a better view. That one got three stars out of Rolling Stone. Right. I'm hoping there'll be a day. I'm hoping there'll be a day when they're able to... um, 
I'm hoping there'll be a day when they're able to get a four-star review at Rolling Stone if they haven't already. They deserve it, though. And I saw, I've seen them twice live. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, Feels Like Tonight's on their first album. That's a good song, too. I saw them, I've seen them now twice live. And I saw them, uh, no, Barbara, I saw them at a state fair when I was 19 years old. Right. I shaved my head to see them. No way. Yes, I did. Why did you do that? Because Chris is bald. Because Chris is bald. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's bald, and I kid you not, let's get some 80s music on here. There we go. So you shaved your head? And I got ninth row seats. You got ninth row seats? Ninth row, which is really good. We were, I was an intern at a radio station, and we were trying to get other people to do the same. I still am. I still am a fan to this day. And I, I have, I've, I'm finishing their latest album, which is called Baptized. Wow. And it's, it, and in a way, it's a lot. It, it's a way. It, they're trying to find a way back to their music. Although, in fairness, I don't think they've gotten away from rock and roll too much. Uh-huh. They may have done so on. Um, oh no, Baptized was their was their third album. I'm sorry. I'm uh-huh. sorry. Sorry. I, I, I'm, my apologies. Um, their, um, their last album was called um, Dearly Beloved. I'm sorry, Dearly Beloved. My apologies, folks. Um, and it was our first story album in three years, and it was after Cage to Rattle. That was a good song, too. I heard that. I heard three of the songs on there when I went to see Chris and his band uh, the second time, right before I turned 30. So the first time I saw him, I was 19. The second time, I was uh, 29. Yeah. A lot of good songs on here, like um, uh, Deep End, that's good. Uh, Just Found Heaven, Backbone, As You as you Are, a lot of good songs. Bad Habits. Um, like... I will say this, they're trying to find a way back to their rock and roll roots and more power to them. And, but they are really, what I like about them is they are at their core, at their heart, a classic rock band. They're a pure rock and roll band, you know? Um, but I, and I saw them and they were, when at the same time I saw them, they paid tribute to Prince in their encore and they did, uh, U2, they did With or Without You by um, U2, they did A Purple Ring by Prince. I don't know if they're going to do any covers this time around, I hope so. Maybe some stuff from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to do this song, although it's a good song anyway. It's uh, If This Is It by Huey Lewis in the News. That's a good song. You like Huey Lewis? Huey Lewis is very, very good. He is. Um, what is your favorite song by Huey Lewis? Uh, the Power of Love. You like that song? Yeah. Holding hands because this traffic is bumper to bumper right now. I would say this one, uh, Hip to Be a Square, and Do You Believe in Love. Those are my favorite songs by Huey Lewis. Yeah. You know what I like? He's a regular guy that happens to be in a wonderful rock and roll band. They've happened to be together for 43 years. Yeah. I uh, I don't know if they'll ever tour again or ever record again, because I know Huey's health is not uh, the best shape of mind right now. I don't know if you know this, but he was diagnosed four years ago with Meniere's disease. So because of that, and they were actually were making an album when all this shit was happening. They're, that he's that um, that he's that he's been able to have the longevity before this happened. Yeah, he also had another career too, and that was acting. Like he's been in he's been in some movies. Um, he was in duets with uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Never saw the movie. I don't know if I have you ever seen it. I don't know if I'd want to, and I only say that just because I love the song uh, "Cruising" that he did with uh, Gwyneth. Yeah. That's the only thing I, good I could say. Uh, the only positive thing I can say about Gwyneth is that. Right. And you know, sorry, Chris Martin, I love you, but your ex-wife's a little weird, dude. Right. 
Dakota Johnson's cool though, but uh, yeah, no, he's had some interesting. Uh, Huey's had an, inter- an interesting career. He was in a. The first time I saw him actually wasn't even with his band. It was in a uh, music video for uh, Reba McIntyre. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if you, you, you know her music a little bit, right, Reba? Okay. So she made a song in the, in the 90s that I really liked for her album, For My Broken Heart. The album was about loss and grief. Uh-huh. And the song she made was about hope. And the song is called Is There Life Out There? Uh-huh. And Huey was in the video with her. And he played her husband. And they had two kids. She got married. She was 20. And she decided to go back to school and finish her degree. And she was a waitress at a, at a diner. The opening of the video is her getting the tables. And then her husband called to say that uh, their daughter had to stay home because she had temperature. And then uh, she's rushing to get to work, to class. She had an English class. And they're reading The Great Gatsby. And he gets with the professor. Bald-headed uh, classes that were too small for him. Like, you can barely see them. I don't understand why those glasses are even on the market. I don't get that. Sorry. Uh, anyway, so so she comes in late to class, and the professor says, those of you who are not responsible to be on time should not waste mine. And so she struggles with that, and then she finally gets it in class. She finally understands the novel. Oh, this professor never called anyone by their first name, and he and I would not have gotten along. I have a first name. It's valuable, and I'm named after... Uh, two of my uncles, uh, three of my uncles, and my two of my two of my uncles and my grandfather. I'm named after Uncle Alex, Dad's brother. I'm named after Uncle Chuck, and I'm named after uh, Grandpa Charlie. So my view is always like, I have a first name, please use it. And if you can't use it, then you're lazy and pretentious. <laughs> but um, anyway, that that professor thankfully showed he wasn't pretentious at the end of the video. Because right, right at there's this one scene in the in the music video. Because the, the, the great thing about Reba's videos is they're like music, they're like mini movies. They like tell little stories. And I remember because Reba, uh, she almost went crazy on her daughter after they spilled coffee all over a term paper. She was typing up for three weeks, and she was typing it on a typewriter. Oh no! Yeah. That's frustrating. Yeah. She had to type it all over again. Oh no, no. Here's the great thing. So it was already typed up. It wasn't like too messed up. It was just a little stain. Right. But um, she had been working on it for three weeks. And the daughter was like, I'm sorry, Mommy. It was just an accident. And she went, I don't have time for any more accidents in my life. And Huey told her, like I would have done if you were upset. Huey grabbed her and like, time out, time out. Maggie, Maggie. That, that was her character's name. Maggie, Maggie. And guess what he did? So sweet. He blew dry and and dried up the paper and put it back together. He just took a blow dryer and just... <laughs> and in the meantime, Reba read Maya Angelou, I Know Why the Cage Birds Sing, uh, for, his, for her daughter. And then uh, at class, the professor gave um, Reba's character Maggie her term paper back. Yeah. And of course, he called her by her last name. O'Connor, may I see you a moment? Your neatness is something to be desired. But your thought process is not. You have a remarkable grasp of the subject. And he gave her an A. Good. But I love what he said next. But next time, try to avoid the stain. <laughs> and she said, I learned more from the stain than I did the paper. And she got her degree. Good. And I remember as, there, as, as Huey and the kids are sitting up, he goes, that's my wife. <laughs> he, had a, he has a good sense of humor. 
Oh, he was in an early episode of one of my favorite sitcoms. It was the last sitcom that Betty White was in before she died. And it was called Hot Cleveland. Uh, Hot Cleveland? Yeah, I love that show. Uh-huh. You would love it too, babe. Can I tell you the premise? It's kind of like the Golden Girls. May I? No. Okay. So it stars uh, Wendy Malick, Wendy, oh, sorry, uh, Wendy Malick, Valerie Bertinelli, and the lovely Jane Leaves from Frasier, Daphne, and Marsha. I know you have a crush on her, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> so it's about these three ladies from Beverly Hills, and they got on a plane because Valerie's character um, has written uh, a book about a bucket list. So it's a nonfiction book about things you should do before you kick the bucket. And she decided to do one of the things on the list um, since she's a good author. So she decided to make a, um, she decided to make, she decided to go on a girl's trip to Paris. And there's more. As she's on the trip, she runs into her ex-husband who's now engaged to like a 25-year-old. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I'll never forget Jane's line, her character's line. He said, uh, Melody, oh she said this to Valerie Bernoulli's character's name, uh, character's name was Melly. Uh, Melody, all the bastards. Has my life ever told you? Has my life shown you that already? <laughs> she she had gone from like boyfriend to boyfriend to boyfriend, but that's beside the point. Um, so anyway, they're on the plane and the and it starts having turbulence because sometimes when you fly, there's tur- there's potential for turbulence, and they end up having to make an emergency landing in Cleveland. Oh, Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio, and they realize the guys like them there. They decided to stay. Yeah, Valerie was one to say because she ended up meeting a guy that was played by John Schneider from the uh, Dukes of Hazard. I love John Schneider. He's a cool dude, by the way. And he's got—he always has curly, he always has cool hair, whether it's long and curly or short and curly. He's a really good guy. But um, I, he works with Tyler Perry now on the Has and the Have Nots, which got mentioned on Jeopardy last night. Do you remember? I made a. It's a prime. Yeah, it was a great Jeopardy. We've been watching it a lot. And there have been some interesting contestants on there lately, but they've been winning with small amounts. Have you ever noticed that? Like one contestant won with uh, $2,000. One won with $5,000. Oh, the the person that won last night? Yeah, uh, won over $20,000, I believe. Won a nice chunk of change, I gotta say. Was it 20? I keep forgetting. Was it 20 or 28? It was a lot of money, but anyway. um, And can I just say this? Mayim Bialik is doing a great job hosting the show. Fuck you haters. If you don't like her, don't watch it. That feels good to say. <laughs> and I feel the same thing about Ken Jennings. I like him too. I don't I, I don't got to hate toward anybody. They're both talented. They're both doing what they do. They are amazing. Yeah. It's like with the late night hosts. They ain't, no, they ain't none of them who's doing a bad job. They ain't none of them doing a bad job. <laughs> um... On balance, uh, I like Colbert and uh, Bill Maher the most. So that's just my preference, though. We all got them. We all got them. I will say that, though. Hey, Chestnut, you having a good time there, Chestnut? But yeah, no. The point is, Daughtry makes great music, and it'd be interesting to see him at the ranch because, like, every venue I've seen them at has got smaller and smaller. That's getting that scares me a little bit. I'm hoping like the next place we see them at will be a big theater. Yeah. I'm gonna get the Daughtry tickets in two weeks. But there's a lot of good songs on there. But I've been to the ranch three times before. This will be my fourth time going to the ranch. Yeah. The first time I went to the ranch was while you were in Cuba and you saw Sawyer Brown. I saw Sawyer Brown. Country rock band from uh, Florida. Which country rock band was that? Sawyer Brown. Uh And they they were on Star Search. 
And they're, I think it was the first season they were on. And guess what? They got a hundred. They won it and got a hundred thousand dollars on there. Yeah. You know, Star Search was what that that was before Idol, before Got Talent, before The Voice. Now it now it's the, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Emmett Man did a good job on this show. And there were a lot of talented people that came out of Star Search. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there was uh, Sawyer Brown was on there. So was Britney Spears. So was Justin Timberlake. So was Dave Chappelle. Kevin James. Kevin won on there. He ended up winning the big money on there, too. Brad Garrett was the first $100,000 comedy winner. He said, I owed about $85,000 after that. <laughs> and I thought to myself, dude, who are you owing $85,000 to? <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me you have mob connections that I need to know about. But he probably doesn't. <laughs> I like Brad Garrett. He's funny, though. But that recognition got Brad to open for Frank Sinatra. He was Frank's last opening act. And Frank never said his name right. He always called him Greg Barrett. Which is weird, because there actually is a comedian now named Greg Barrett. He wrote the book, He's Just Not That Into You. And it's called A Breakup Because It's Broken. Yeah, no. Uh, but, yeah, Greg's talented. He does stand-up once in a while. I think he still does a podcast. I'm not sure I have to check. We actually have lived out one of his um, comedy bits. Or we probably will in, in when we, we probably will in 10, 15 years from now, but we'll see. The Adult Rock Show. It's a bit that Greg did. The Adult Rock Show. 25 and up. Uh, band plays for one hour. They play the hits. They start at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock, valet parking. We're home by 9. That's pretty good. That's what you hope for. But, um, yeah, so I saw Sawyer Brown. And the great thing was the lead singer, Mark Miller, because the event ranch is a small club. Mark saw me dancing in the front row. And he was laughing and having a kick out of it. And at the end of the show, he saw my CD that I bought at the table and he signed it for me. Nice. He signed it and gave it back to me. You were having a good time. I was. Well, that was, I didn't expect that. Right. Like, not every, not every musician is that nice. He was. And it's nice to say, and Clay, I saw Clay Walker at the ranch. He was great. I've told you about Clay a couple times. He's a country singer from Texas, and he is the loving father of seven. Wow. He is the loving father of seven. He has two kids with his first wife. He has five kids with his current wife. And I kid you not, I saw him right after he had his sixth child. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm glad I came here. I basically paid for a college tuition here, or a book, but... Uh, yeah, no, I saw him and he did a really great hit such as What's It To You, Dream With My Eyes Wide Open, This Woman and This Man, If I Can Make A Living, The Chain Of Love, Live, Laugh, And Love, uh, let's see here, uh, this one song with the Jamaican, uh, drums, which is really good, Then What, that's a good song, Then What, uh, he did some great songs in his encore too, he did, uh, Play That Funky Music, White Boy, he did Honky Tonk Women, and he also did Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley. You know, as of lately, he's also recorded "Think About Thinking About You" by Red Sharon, and he does a great job on that too. I like Ed Sharon too. He's a talented uh, force that's in music right now. And but can I say he was fabulous in yesterday with um, uh, Hamish Patel Very good. and with Lily and Lily and, and company. It's a wonderful tribute. And Kate McKinnon, she was great in it too. I'm sad she's not going to be on SNL anymore, but she's she's going to do her own thing and whatever she does next, whether it's television, movies, um, is fine with me. As long as she's doing, as long as she's able to do her impressions that she does so well, whether it's man, woman, or just interesting character, characters, as long as she's making us laugh, 
I'll be there and I'm going to be a fan, you know. But yeah, we're um we're living our lives here in Southwest Florida and we're having a great time and we're very excited to be married for all the time that we have and have our life and I will say this though, I wish that for every person I know. You know, my father and mother showed me um, uh, how couples love each other and how they get through challenging times. And they were married for 26 years. Very good. How long have your mother and father been married for? Over 50 years. Yeah, and and they and they're they 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 inspire me too. They inspire us every day, don't they, babe? Yeah, they're very good. They're wonderful people. They're incredibly sweet, and I'm. I'm, I'm honoring them and my dad because uh, this month, this Tuesday actually is July 5th. Right. And you know July 5th would have been Your dad's birthday. my dad's 75th birthday. Happy birthday, Norris. Happy birthday, Norris James Townsend Jr. Dad, I love you. I miss you. We miss you. And we're living out your uh, memory every day, most of it anyway. Amen. <laughs> and we... Um, I promise we're being good. We're um, we're doing right. Watch out for us. Yeah, just please look over us. Um, and tell Grandma Betty we miss her too. Right. Jen never got to meet her, but I think she would have enjoyed it, and we probably would have had a bigger wedding if you two had been there. So, but uh, I think on that note, we'll say thank you very much for watching the Aspie Files and listening to us. We love you very much. And as we like to end with, uh, have that piece of cheesecake. Read that book. Um, Go to the beach, call your mom, call your dad, tell your partner or your spouse that you love them. And please continue to listen to us. Remember, you can listen to the Ask Me Files on Apple, on Google, on Spotify, on Breaker and Radio Public. And we will see you next time. And until next time, cha, cha, cha. Have a great 4th of July. Have a great 4th of July. Embrace we- the beauty of the day. Embrace the beauty of the day. Make it a good day. God bless America. And Biden and Harris 2024. <laughs>